Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Hows We Manage, where we aim to inspire, bring joy, and teach you ways to better manage yourself. My name is Brett Schrift, and today we are going to be diving into, I would say, one of the most requested topics that comes into talent development, productivity. Just having a checklist or to-do list isn't enough to truly reach your full productivity potential, and I'm going to help you unlock that today. So if you're someone who struggles with getting started or you feel like you're always busy, but you're not actually getting anything strategic or important done, or even if you're decently productive already, but you just want to take things to the next level, then this episode is for you. I know that the term productivity is thrown out a lot at work, uh, but it truly is important and it's actually not a new concept by any means. Humans have been focused on productivity for centuries. So if we look at the definition, productivity is a measure of economic performance that compares the amount of goods and services produced, which is output, to the amount of inputs used to produce those goods and services. To put it simply, though, it is really just the ability to be as efficient as possible when accomplishing a task. And like I said a minute ago, productivity has been a focus for ages. And over time, it's become much more dynamic of a concept because hundreds of years ago, at least here in the U.S., most people worked in factories with really repetitive jobs, like putting the little plastic on the end of a shoelace or textiles, things like that. And they measure productivity simply with how many of those things you were able to produce in a day. It's really straightforward. In modern times, though, we have much more nuanced roles, which makes it a bit harder for other people to measure us and determine our productivity and for us to even gauge our own productivity. And this is tricky because um, an essential part of understanding productivity and becoming more productive is understanding what it means relative to your role. So while I'm going to go over some really helpful productivity tips in just a couple minutes, it is still critical to get clarity from your own leader on how they and hows determine or define productivity relative to your specific role so that you ensure you're meeting that. But to jump back to this idea that the way we look at productivity is much more dynamic now, um, we're really in such an interesting time period. We're the most efficient that we have ever been as humans. Um, It's actually been said that knowledge workers, which are uh, jobs that people have that don't require manual labor, produce more in a day now than we previously would do in a year due to all of the recent advancements in technology Yet we're also the most distracted that we've ever been. And that's also due to the technology. Uh, Or at least we have the most temptation to be distracted. So things like phones and computers and TV and social media, just so much more at our fingertips. And it's not even honestly just technology. It's also just the obscene amount of time that we spend doing things that aren't yielding any value in general. I will say, though, according to some reports released over the last few years, the pandemic actually transformed productivity in a positive way. So according to a BetterUp study, uh, with a forced work from home, workers actually spent 12% less time in large meetings and 9% more time interacting with customers. That helped contribute to a 47% increase in overall productivity across some U.S. companies. So While work from home allowed us to focus back on what we do best, it still doesn't change the fact that as a whole, we have the most temptation in front of us than we've ever had. 
And I know each of us are different. Like some of us are more of a type A personality, which means we're born with traits like conscientiousness and self-control. Um, those types of things actually leads people to then be more organized and have strong time management and be action oriented. But not everyone's like that. So while you can't change your inherent personality, that doesn't mean that you can't make improvements to change your habits to become more productive. Just because something doesn't come naturally to you, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't make an effort to develop and improve it. We truly should just never accept mediocrity in any area um, and never allow ourselves to say, well, you know, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at productivity and just write it off. Becoming a more productive person is truly one of the best gifts that you can give yourself. It positively impacts not only your work, but your personal life as well. You become a better partner and friends, uh, parent by being more efficient. It's that whole work harder, not smarter concept. Productivity means taking less time, effort, and mental demands to achieve the things that you want or to create high quality work which then creates more space to focus or work on other things and hobbies and passions and opportunities. And I think that's a goal that we all have, right? Which is to feel less overwhelmed and spread thin and create more margin for the fun, enjoyable things in our lives, which are people and experiences. So let's actually transition now into some tips and tools to help you become more productive. As a disclaimer, though, I'm going to go over quite a few I'm not saying that all of these will work for every single one of you listening or that you have to do all of these to be a productive person. Instead, what I'll tell you to do is just to listen, make note of a few that sound interesting to you and try them out and then add in a few more and see what works for you through trial and error. So tip number one here is learn to prioritize. Um, What this one is really getting at is becoming an expert at knowing what to do and when. When you think through all the things that are on your mind and that, you know, at some point have to get done, write all of it down, then look at your list and reorganize it with what has to get done today, what would be nice to get done, but could be done tomorrow, and then what has to get done by the end of the week. And then, of course, you focus first on what has to get done today and go from there, Um, you know, or if you're a leader in a highly influential role prioritize your tasks between what will have the highest impact on your team or the company down to the lowest impact, and then start with the high impact stuff. That is leaning into the 80-20 rule, which if you're a leader, highly encourage you to look that up. But to sum this tip up, it is common knowledge that as humans, we crave clarity and hate ambiguity. So you have to give yourself some direction instead of just staring at a jumbled to-do list that isn't organized with clear prioritization. Take the time to reorganize that list and prioritize. Tip number two here is to be strategic with the when. So this is um, basically kind of part two of the previous tip, a continuation. But once you've got your list of things that you have to accomplish and you have prioritized them, so you're being strategic with the what that you're doing, the other thing to keep in mind is being strategic with when you're doing things. What I mean by this is to use your circadian rhythm to your advantage. So your circadian rhythm is your body's natural schedule that it likes and craves. Big picture, it, it tends to mean like your sleep and versus wake cycles, but it also applies to your productivity. So personally, as an example, I'm a morning and not a night person. I do all of my best work between 7.30 and 11 a.m. in the morning. So knowing that I do my most important work in that window. Any of the programs or projects that I own that require the most brain power and creativity and critical thinking, I do during those hours. 
any work that I have to do that is more admin based or doesn't require brain power, that is saved for my afternoon. And that is a huge reason why I'm so productive because I'm leaning into my natural preferences. So think about your typical workday. What times of day do you do your best work? If you're unsure of what that is, start documenting your day and you'll see a pattern emerge. From there, start to rearrange what you do when. And beyond following your circadian rhythm, there are a few other things you can do to be strategic with the when. So first is to save your admin work like emails for the beginning of the day, for before lunch, for after lunch, and at the end of the day in those four intervals of time. These are easy tasks you can accomplish. Um, Emails are, and it serves as a great way to slide into work or segue out of work. And then lastly, if you have something incredibly boring that you know you have to get done, try doing it right after something that is moderately interesting to you, and then save your most exciting to do or task for right after that as reward. Just start stacking things strategically. Um, It gives you that motivation to power through the boring stuff when you know you've got something exciting up ahead. Our next tip here is to create a do not do list. And this is one that I only just recently heard. And I kind of have one of those, oh, you know, duh moments. Like, how have I never thought to do this myself before? It is really helpful for those of you who get distracted easily. So everyone always talks about creating to-do lists, so things that we should or have to do. But what about a do not do list? Try writing down the things that you want to avoid doing or to say no to that day that negatively impact your productivity and have that list close by so you can remind yourself of them throughout the day. It could be things like not checking your phone for more than once an hour or not checking your emails until X, Y, or Z gets done. Like whatever it looks like for you, write down the things that you don't want to do and see if that helps you. All right, so we're moving into our last two tips here. The fourth one is to do things now. This one is very simple, but often we put small things off because we don't feel like doing those things or because they're not as significant as other things. Uh, For many reasons, we just push them off. Whatever it is, we are all guilty of doing this, but breaking this habit is really important to do. In reality, those little things probably will only take us five or 10 minutes to complete and can be easy things to check off our to-do list, making us feel more accomplished. And action-oriented is one of our competencies after all. So what I'm challenging you all to do is anything that you know you need to do that will take five to 10 minutes or less, do it immediately. Don't put it off or say that you'll do it later or tomorrow. All of those little things add up. So try to do some of them now and you will start to make progress on some of the things that you have to accomplish. All right, so tip number five, our last one here, I save the best for last, uh, but it's also the hardest one, and that is to understand the why. So what this means is to understand the why behind the things that you have to do. Once you understand the why and how it impacts or benefits you, you feel intrinsically motivated to get them done. And I'll give you some examples. So Let's say you are a sales rep and you have a call scheduled tomorrow with a contractor, but right now it's the end of the day, you're tired, you just want to log off and figure you can prep for tomorrow's call a minute before you log on to to take it. Instead of focusing though on all the reasons why you shouldn't or don't want to just take care of preparing for it now and talking yourself out of it, 
Instead, focus on the why behind that meeting, the benefits of prepping ahead of time to be fully prepared, um, how good it'll feel to maybe get a sale or make progress on your MRR goal, how the contractor themselves will benefit from being on House Pro. Just connecting back to that why behind what's ahead and why you have to do certain things will motivate you to carve out that time to actually prep or do the things that you know you should be doing but want to skip or push off. And we can take my own work as another example. So one of my responsibilities on talent development is to develop virtual training courses on soft skills. Let's say I have to develop a training on a topic that doesn't really interest me personally. It might be very tempting to put off working on it and said focus on other responsibilities or aspects of my job that are just more fun. But if I take the time to think about the why so that this training topic was selected because there is an identifiable gap in the business, and by creating and facilitating this training, I personally can help develop this skill in our employees, which can then improve performance, therefore making a positive impact on the business. So thinking about that, that why can get me excited and interested and energized about what I have to do. And this truly applies to everyone, regardless of your role, a software engineer, customer support rep, editor, buyer, analyst, like anyone looking at your list of things to accomplish, big or small, what is the why behind each one? Connecting to that is critical to create more meaning, therefore motivation and drive to achieve and to accomplish. So with that, we have reached the end of this episode. There are truly so many more tools and concepts out there that can help you with productivity. I barely even scratched the surface with this episode, but so many more things like learning to delegate and becoming more comfortable, setting boundaries or saying no, things like that also help you become more productive. This was just the tip of that iceberg and I encourage each of you to do your own research. And I also want to remind you of what I said earlier. Not all these methods will work for everyone, nor do you have to adopt all of them. I just encourage you to try at least a few out and see what happens. If you see that positive improvement, then continue to stick with them and then add in a couple more. But you will never see any progress in your productivity without at least trying and trying for a fair amount of time. It really is a choice that each of us has to make to want to become better at this, but it does start with you. And I will end this episode off with this, is that productivity truly comes down to being more intentional and strategic with your time and is less about the actual amount of time you have itself. So hope you all enjoyed this week's episode of How's You Manage. And as always, I'll talk to you all next time. For now, have a great week.